welcome back to episode 10 Hi. of A Little Bit Deep. Yeah, welcome back. We're your emotional friends who like to talk about the real shit. That's us. As we like to say. <laughs> um, so today is actually going to be our last episode of the season. So done 10 episodes now which is crazy I feel like it's gone so fast but also not like it's been you know what I mean like yeah it's been a roller, a roller coaster. coaster yeah um but it's been fun it's been good we've learned a lot committing to something and starting something is actually yeah like there's easy. been yeah it's like worth it definitely worth it but there's been times where either you're like exhausted or I'm exhausted we've just had to like pull it together um yeah so well we've had tech issues tech issues have happened a lot this season um but thank you if you have listened and you are making it this far we appreciate it a lot so this today's episode we have actually put a question box out asking you guys to write in your crazy ex stories and date stories and what was the other one relate just your worst relationships you've had like questions like that just everything bad (laughs) stories to do with relationships and dating we thought we'd just mix it up a little bit and have a bit of a light-hearted one because we're only a little bit deep like we're not we've had a few deep episodes and we're kind of ready to just lighten it up a bit yeah the last two have been pretty deep I would say so um yeah we thought we'd we don't usually do this kind of stuff but we thought we'd give it a go just for something yeah and you guys really delivered there's some crazy stories (laughs) that we're gonna go through I was I'm actually concerned (laughs) for you guys yeah I had to say one like have you got therapy for this yeah legit I was like oh my god like you guys have really been through it but hey you're in the right place because you know that's what we're here for it happens yeah it happens um so and we're gonna touch on a few of ours as well so hold in for that yeah of course yeah but first should we start with our deep dives yeah have you got one for me this week I do so I actually have two but my first one is um when you're like doing housework putting on tiny desks like the concert in the have you heard no. of it so tiny no. desk do you know Taylor has one Oh wait, is are these these No, okay, this is the um recording where they're in the little library and they sit and play a song. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. them, but it's I called didn't a tiny know desk. What they were. Right, okay. Yeah. So, I was cleaning up yesterday and was putting it on and I was like just one after the other. I'm like these are amazing. They're so good. And then oh, is that your phone? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just put my phone on, do not disturb. Um, where was I? Yeah, and it was just amazing. So um, that was like a little bit of a deep dive. And then another deep dive that I actually have been diving into this week is staying positive in the day-to-day because worrying, if you're happy right now, you're actually like limiting your present self if you're worrying about the future. Because obviously everyone has something they can worry about in the future, right? Like I know I have stuff that I worry and think about, but I'm like, I'm actually happy right now. So like why would I worry about tomorrow? Making myself unhappy by thinking about this. Uh, So that was kind of like Like living in the now, living in the moment. Yeah, yeah. But more so about like, yes, living in the present, but also just – focusing on if you are happy focus on those things rather than what you have to worry about I 100% agree that is like life-changing if you can learn how to do it properly yeah 100% um yeah my deep dive this week (laughs) sorry I I just realized that I'm literally using it now I went away actually the past week to my granddad's farm so if I don't remember which episode it was but I mentioned I think that I'm trying to do less and like stress less and just kind of do more hobby things and not take myself so seriously um just to kind of you know get in touch with myself again so I went away to my granddad's farm for a whole like six days or five days um and it was so lovely like just to disconnect from everything and I like it was like at times I was a bit bored but like I don't think I felt bored in years and I was reflecting on this. In years. No, yeah. And I was like, because I've always had something wow. to do or like you just go on your phone or, you know, 
And it's just, it was so nice just to disconnect. I finished my book that I was wanting to finish. I got heaps of study done. I just like, you know, caught up with family and it was just like a really nice atmosphere. But coming back home from that, um, I'm like really exhausted today because I didn't sleep well last night. But my deep dive separate from that, this is not related at all. (laughs) I'm so sorry. But my deep dive is a weighted blanket because I don't, I know this was a craze a couple like years ago. Um, but whenever I just feel yeah, I like a little bit anxious or a little bit stressed, it actually just like grounds me and makes me feel so in touch with myself. And that's what they're there for. The blanket. Yeah, it's actually, that's what they're there for. They're there for like wow. anxiety reasons. And if you got, if you struggle with I know that, that they're anxiety blankets. Yeah. But I just like can't imagine how it works. I've never used one though, so that's why. Yeah, if you go, if you research like grounding, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, so these words could be completely like wrong. But like, if you do struggle with anxiety, I'm sure, and you've gone to someone about it, you would have been taught about grounding tactics, like tapping, tapping, and like different ways to have your physical body come back to yourself. And I think the way to blanket is just another way of doing that because it just like right. grounds you, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, Anyway, yeah, it's been really good for me. So I know they're a bit expensive, but it's worth the investment if you can because they're really good. Anyway, do you have an intrusive thought for me? Um, do I? Yeah, my intrusive thought would probably be, I don't know, feeling tired. Okay, I know what mine is. My intrusive thought is when you don't have much money to spend and you are alone all the time, <laughs> like, Finding stuff to do is really hard. So the last two weekends have literally done nothing. Like I haven't done nothing, but I've just like just been me, myself and I. Mm. And I've just been trying and I haven't had much money because I get paid monthly. So at the end of each month. That's right. And there's been an extra week. There's an extra weekend in this month as well. Yeah, right. So finding stuff to do um, that isn't expensive and doesn't like put you out say with your to do with yourself is really difficult so I use class pass and I um like booked in an extra Pilates session I walk around (laughs) I walk around (laughs) I know this sounds really I feel like if you've experienced this you'll understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like I get it. Finding stuff to do with yourself that isn't going like, you know, how, how easy would it be to occupy myself to, by going to the shops and mm. but, and shopping? Like that's where my brain instantly goes, especially as a female when I'm bored. I'm like, and lonely. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to go shopping, but I don't have money to go shopping. So I just have to like fill my days with random stuff. Yeah, that's hard. To try and like, occupy especially, myself not be bored and not spend money yeah especially as someone who's like extroverted and wants to be doing things and you know yeah. like that's how you energize yeah. yourself so being at home you're like that you know it's, it's not good I know like it's a long it's a long weekend here as well and I am going out tonight but I literally research for like an hour places in Melbourne on a Sunday that have happy hours so I can buy some drinks. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I cannot afford to go out. That um, broke girl life. But yeah, anyways, that's my intrusive thought because I'm just like, ugh, it sucks. Mm. Yeah, that's hard. Um, My intrusive thought, oh, I think it's, it's a bit of a wholesome one, actually, because I, I spent so much time with family the past week. I actually saw all of my family. Mum came up. I went to Toowoomba, saw my grandparents and extended family there. Then dad came up. Then I went and saw my grandparents on dad's side. So it's been a big family week. Um, and I think just noticing how much time goes by, like all of my cousins and stuff I haven't seen in – over a year and I didn't really realize until I saw them and they because when you're a kid you grow so quickly and they were all just so much bigger than I remember and I think just like recognizing you know just I don't know just that time passes and that your family (laughs) is still always going to be there and always love you but I don't know I've just been wanting to make more time for family because I just value it so much and I think that's something I've just been thinking about in the past week 
Yeah, that's a good one. Very relatable. Yeah. Especially my grandparents as they get older as well. Like you want to make the most of the time you have yeah, with them, you know? I feel that. Yep, definitely. Let's get into it. So I think let's start off with one that was written in. Okay. So this one is about a crazy ex, I would say. We love those. And (laughs) so this person wrote in, one time I had friends over and my boyfriend at the time read an old journal entry of mine. No. He was in my room and um, by the way, I am paraphrasing this just because like it just reads better if I paraphrase it. One time when I had my friends over, my boyfriend at the time was in my room and wouldn't leave. We pre-organized for him to not be there. And while he was in my room, he read an old journal entry of mine and got all upset and lost his shit because he thought I was writing about him, but it was actually about my ex-boyfriend. Oh my God. He threw a fit and I got so sick of him. So I just (laughs) came out and ignored him until he left. She goes, that wasn't that crazy, but it was kind of funny at the time. I don't know. If if my partner was going through my journal, that would be that'd be a huge red flag for me. Like, that's my deepest, darkest thoughts there. I do not want any person to read them. Like Oh yeah, I don't know. That's actually wild. That's scary. Okay, so next one. My ex and I were on and off for four years. Over the course of that time, some of the wildest shit I've ever been through happened because of him. There is so much I wouldn't possibly be able to get through at all, but let's dive into the few of the craziest stories I have. For context, I was super young and didn't know any better and thought, just like all younger girls, that I could change him. We've all been there. We'd, yeah, we we'd, have. <laughs> we'd been together for about two years on and off at this point, but we we're constantly breaking up and at the times we weren't together, he would start things or talking to other girls. I mean, I feel like that's okay, right? Because they weren't together. They're not they together? together? Yeah. So they were on and off for like two yeah. years and when they weren't yes. together, he was like talking. So when they were yeah. off, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a DJ and always played gigs. Oh, these musicians, man. (laughs) We got back together. (laughs) I've got one of those. Oh, yeah, we both do. (laughs) (laughs) We do too. Um, He was a DJ and played gigs. We got back together around my 18th birthday and he was set to play a gig. We had a fight the day before and he told me I wasn't allowed to go even though I'd bought tickets. So she was supporting him, bought tickets to his DJ set. It was her 18th oh, birthday. Oh, that's a red flag. What, buying tickets? Oh, no, as in him not yeah, letting her go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, that's his a, gig. Like 100%. That's so and she's weird. 18. It's a big, like, big birthday. Anyway. Yeah. So she was allowed to go, apparently. He gave his plus. No, wasn't. Wasn't allowed yeah, to go, she, right? She, he told yeah. her that yeah. she wasn't allowed to go, even though she bought tickets. He gave his plus one to a girl he'd been talking to while we were on hiatus <gasps> and said, if I showed up, no. and he said, if I showed up, I'd be blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, we were supposedly together at this point. Oh, my God. This keeps going. This is a really oh, long dude. one. Um, me and my club era, because you're 18, of course, decided to go anyway. When I got there, he dragged me out and started screaming at me and then called the police. (laughs) Sorry, this is hectic. Called the police and put an AVO against me. Wow. Once I got released. I don't know how that works, but that's So an AVO is, from my understanding, is like um, kind of a restraining order, similar. Yeah, Yeah. but it's an immediate one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the difference, but it's similar. That's all I know. That's actually wild. Once I got released and got home, he called me over 50 times trying to say he was sorry, that he loved me and that he wanted me to talk to him. What? Brother. Wow. He this literally guy. Put me... what, what? So she went to jail? So, no, she didn't go to jail. What? She um got released. She got released. So, like, as in the police would have, like, taken her away because he put an AVO on her. 
and she oh, got like released from her yeah, and released yeah yeah her. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, that's yeah. what i think um sorry yeah, this is that sounds more this he's bad. um yeah he's a psycho um another time okay so it keeps going another time we broke he broke up with me started dating a good friend of mine and in the week took her to a festival we were mutually attending the day i got home from the festival he rang me saying seeing me made him realize he's still not over me and that the other girl wasn't me (laughs) i feel like we've all had a similar situation to like that situation yeah do you think that that feels relatable? I feel like any immature like relationship is kind of like, oh, yeah, I miss you. Um, it's the first time seeing someone out after you break up. Yeah, and it's like I miss you. Yeah. Um, but the real kicker is when I finally decided to break up with him for good. He completely lost it. I blocked him on all things but his number. And one random Tuesday, I went to the beach with my best friend, who posted a story of what beach we were at. Okay, so he right. saw the story, rocked up at the beach in the middle of summer with so many people around and stood over me and started screaming at me, saying that if I didn't block his number, he was going to call my mum. Unblock <laughs> so, it. No, no, no. So she had him blocked on everything but her number. And so he saw in her friend's story that she was at this beach, came to the beach on like a hot summer's day when it was super busy and started yelling and screaming over at her. So found her and then told her, block my number or I'll call your mum. So he was like, okay, I'll keep going. Call my mum and get her to make me block him because apparently he could never move on if I didn't block him on everything. And then she says, wow. can you imagine a 25-year-old man screaming at you and your friend threatening to call my mum? <laughs> so he was 25. Oh, my God, he was 25. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. I know. These were just a few stories of chaotic, a chaotic few years. And even though I'm in a new relationship, sometimes my ex will pop out of the blue and message me asking me to hang out. He even went as far to, as to messaging my new partner, telling him to be aware of me. Oh my god, that dude has issues. Yeah, there was a lot in that. Um, but I basically just got that he's a psychopath. He's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. Better, better okay. left of the past, I say. But it makes for a good story. Literally That's insane. I couldn't imagine a twenty-five-year-old man screaming at me at the beach, telling me to block him or he'll call my mum. <laughs> no, literally, I didn't ever have like crazy things like that happen yeah that was I don't think so maybe in high school I don't know but like out post high school I can't really think of any moments where we had like a I don't know psycho moment can you imagine though like your mum getting a call from your ex-boyfriend and him saying get your daughter to block me on everything because I can't get over her yeah, I don't think he would have actually. No, done it's it, just like they're empty. Just like, they just throw shit threats. out of. Yeah, just to get your attention back onto them, make you feel bad about them. Typical narcissistic behavior, right there. All right, do you have another one? I actually um, have. I wouldn't call it like crazy, but I remember one time, I. It was like we went out. My ex, my first like proper boyfriend. We went away for some reason. I think it might have been like an anniversary or something because mm. we were on and off. So like, you yeah. know, but I paid for the whole thing. How old and were you? he, which I did. Like 19? I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was 19 maybe because I think we broke up just before I turned 20. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And we... So we went away and I paid for everything because I always paid for everything because he never had money, which is like whatever. Um, but he wouldn't leave the like Airbnb or whatever. He wouldn't leave. Like I had to convince him to leave to get food. He didn't want to leave. Wait, like he was, at like, all having, to do like, anything? having a breakdown the whole time. No, wow. he didn't want to leave. He was like so like I don't rem- – I wish I remembered the details, but I just remember it being like – 
I so was just you so had weirded put, out. Yeah. Like, I literally brought you here mm. and you don't want to leave the house and you're making this a terrible experience for the both of us. Wow. Like, what is wrong with you? And I know that is so, like, it sounds terrible and I don't hate this person at no, all. No, I know. So, like, it's whatever. just, like, it's but, not to do with, like, that that person's a bad person in this case. It's just, like, you were literally 19 years old like, and you had to pay for a, a holiday to celebrate an anniversary with your boyfriend and he's just not wanting to do anything and you paid for everything I know you were 19 like that's yeah. crazy and I literally was like I'll take I'll pay for dinner like I'll like whatever let's just leave can we please oh leave God. and anyways I think I ended up convincing him to leave but we stayed out for like 45 minutes because he couldn't handle it it's classic like young I girls I think he had really bad anxiety or something yeah. but yeah just putting up with putting stupid up with shit so much because like, we're just so young and we just give everything and believe the best from people you're so naive yeah, literally so naive and young like he was probably at the time 22 um yeah I think he was like two or three years older than me and even then, like, we were just so dumb and immature. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy to even think about. And this one's pretty crazy. Um, okay, my last situationship, he was crazy, like, literally crazy. We weren't together, but I was not allowed to talk about other men. Or if I saw anyone else, he got grumpy with me. Meanwhile, loved telling me about the girls he was talking oh, to, no. etc. Frequently would, I think this is a spelling error, ice me out just to see me get upset. Like ice, ice you out, like won't talk to you. So ice out is like ghosting. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll say that instead. Frequently would ghost me just to see me get upset. He admitted he wanted to make me cry and was proud that he could. Oh, my God. And always, always joked about threatening and hurting me. What? Okay, that's yeah the last time I saw him he literally said oh I I actually can't even say this say it say it no no I actually like I actually can't it's a bit too far I'll say it and then we'll black it out I just wonder how much (gasps) I'm sorry that could be triggering for some people like WTF and I was like oh oh my gosh he's joking Anyways, cut that off like two years ago and the psycho got in touch with me not long ago via text because he's blocked everywhere else and asked if we wanted to be friends and what? that he thought we could just call it up water under the bridge. Oh, my gosh. She's like, that was full mental illness and cycle of abuse. Totally. Sorry. Um, you, you wanting to hurt me, quote, unquote, I do not find water under the bridge that's like cut off material like what even yeah he, that's ridiculous that's like literally actually abusive. yeah like literally um well I hope I hope you're okay and I hope you've gotten therapy from that because that does not does not sound good um all right well I'm gonna end it on a light-hearted one um <laughs> but sorry it's just a short one but someone wrote in that One time my ex-boyfriend came home so drunk that in the morning he shat himself in my bed and the night before had thrown up everywhere all over my room. Ew. (laughs) He nasty. (laughs) Control yourself, man. I would just, I would (laughs) see you. I'm not seeing you again. I, I suppose if you're, like, dating them, though, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot yeah, of Yeah, they were dating, right? Yeah, I, I think it was ex-boyfriend. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that yeah, case, like, yeah. you would just deal with it. But, oh, my gosh, I couldn't. That's disgusting. You know, there's nothing worse than when your partner – because I, I haven't had this with my – oh, no. I, okay, even spill. <laughs> but there's nothing <laughs> – yeah. There's nothing worse when your partner does something really like. So Declan's sat in your bed before. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Call no, him no, out. No. Um, no, there's nothing worse than like when your partner does something really bad, drunk. As oh, in not right. bad, yeah. as in like embarrassing. Yeah, but as in embarrassing. Maybe they're just too yeah, yeah embarrassing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, God. Like they're off their face too drunk because I've definitely been around couples where that stuff's happened and you just feel so sorry for the person who's more with it. You're like, oh, you poor thing. You have to deal with that all night. (laughs) Actually, this has happened to me. This has happened to me with Sam. Him. one night I put him to bed at like 7 p.m he'd been going drinking all day we had a house party this is back in Toowoomba oh I was there oh my god you were oh my god you were yeah, yeah. and I put him to bed at like he was playing beer pong and just like completely lost it I put him in bed and I came in like 20 minutes to check on him and he was on the floor <laughs> it's just messy I know it's so it's so annoying yeah so annoying you're just like you are an annoying yeah right now do you understand (laughs) ridiculous okay so I have a dating story so one time when I was actually I was still in school so this is even more like in hindsight this is even more crazy than I initially thought it was so I was in year 12 I believe so at the time I was at boarding school in Toowoomba and my mum was living in Sydney so every holidays I'd visit Sydney and Tassie to see my parents right um so I was in Sydney at the time visiting my mum and I went out I went out shopping one day at the Nike store because Sydney I was like oh there's all these shops so I would spend my time doing that I didn't know anyone there um and I was trying on these tights and the guy was serving me he was like really helpful and a bit flirty and whatever, but I was just like, it's just customer service, right? I left, I bought the pair of tights, went home. He signed me up in the system. So the next day I got a text. <laughs> so he got my number yep. through that. Which is, they're not allowed, allowed to, to do, do, but, but anyway, it happens. But I can't remember yeah. exactly what it said. And basically wanted to hang out so I got a date I was there for two weeks in Sydney had no friends so I was like yeah why not he took me out on all these elaborate dates like he planned out all these things he bought me all these presents like the first day he showed up within two weeks yeah, wow. yeah he bought me a pair of Nike shoes I'll go through the presents because they're like no. yeah so he brought me her Nike shoes he asked like what my size was and everything what? yeah and then the next time we hung out because I was vegan at the time right he bought me a, he made me, that's right, a box. And it was a um, pass the parcel. So each layer had like a compliment. Oh, yeah, had a, had new a compliment thing. on it or like yeah. a, a vegan treat, like a little vegan chocolate or like a lolly or something. And in the middle, it was like jam packed with like vegan cookies and like all this like snacks, like vegan snacks, which are expensive. Yeah. So he'd hand wrapped this thing and made it. And it was like a game. He gave me that for the second date. The third day, and the whole time we're hanging out, like I was not interested. I didn't find him like attractive, but he was harmless and he was just like giving me all these treats and taking me on dates and I had nothing better to do. So I was like, sure. Um, And then the third time he bought me a teddy bear with my name engraved, at the not engraved, but like sewn on it, on its feet. So it like said Sophie, like on the left foot. Wow. Anyway, fast forward. So maybe he just never experienced a lot like love at first sight. It might have been innocent because it could yeah, have actually been harmless. It actually like, could you have been guys Yeah, he he was out of school though. He was like in uni, so that's the weird, weird bit. Oh, what? Because I was how old? Well, were I was you? in year twelve. I was starting year twelve, uh, and okay. he was like, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I think it was over Christmas breaks, so end of year eleven, beginning of twelve. Anyway. I went back to Toowoomba. I started year 12. I was in my semester, whatever. Um, And Valentine's Day hit, right? So I don't know. I think there was a few Mm. texts exchanged. There was no, like, I was actually, I remember at the time, I was very, like, I didn't give him any clues that I was interested, apart from me actually accepting the dates and stuff. I wasn't at all, like, flirty or anything. I was just going on the ride. You know, I was just showing up and I was there. Um, he told me to keep Valentine's Day free. I thought he was just going to send me something like a gift because he was a huge gifts person. So, um, he's like, oh, what's your address? I want to send you something. So many red flags in the story. But anyway, the day of Valentine's Day, he's like, oh, go outside. Your gifts arrived. And I was like, okay. So this is like months later from when I saw him in Sydney and we may have chat a couple of times because I was living with my grandparents at the time. So I said to Nana, I'm scared. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so can you go out the front? 
for me. She goes out the front and she comes straight back inside and just looks at me. I'm like, what? And she's like, someone's outside. I go outside. I was hoping you weren't going to say this. I go outside and he's standing there looking like a lost puppy. I'm not joking. With a bunch of flowers, like. I'm not even joking. No. No, I'm not even joking. And did he think this through? Where did he stay? He had bought a flight, which in Toowoomba is like a linked flight, like it's one of those small planes. He bought a flight. He had yeah. paid for a hire car, got himself accommodation, and planned the entire weekends, not just the day. He had planned two whole days, Saturday and Sunday, hanging out of activities so he looked up all of the vegan restaurants in Toowoomba he looked up like where to take me he went to like the local park for like a coffee day and he took me you had to go along with this for the whole week so I had to I had no choice because he'd flown up so I literally had to hang out with him and I was so uncomfortable I remember because I was like okay this is way out of hand like I did not want any of this to happen also he took me to like a lake and he gave me a present he bought me a, like $500 Michael Kors watch like a gold Michael Kors watch I remember this actually yeah. vaguely and I remember just like accepting it because I didn't I couldn't I remember not. you telling me about this um anyway he w- and I remember that my year 12 formal was coming up and my partner that I had planned to go with couldn't make it and like so I was trying to make conversation I was like oh no my partner can't make it like uh, this is what's been happening in my life right just starting conversation and then he was like oh maybe I could come and I like try I just shut it down I was like no I've got options I just like so I made it him not actually come to my formal so when after the weekend went by I ended up sending him this huge letter just being like I'm not interested thank you but like I'll send back the watch like I don't want to see you again yeah um, and he, he yeah, responded wow. in a letter that was super dramatic. And he's like, oh, it's fine. I just want you to keep it. Like I bought it for you. Like I had the best time and I just think you're the best person in the world. Like it was just, wow. yeah. And so that was it. Like, I mean, it was a positive experience overall, but just so wild. And that was a really long story. I'm so sorry. But yeah, that was the craziest thing that's happened to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess like maybe he just never experienced those feelings before yeah. so he just didn't know how to how to handle them so he just went over the I think top. so I think that might have been what happened because he was like harmless I, but yeah it seems harmless but also kind of weird like, I feel like you didn't lead him on either. I actually didn't and I think that's probably why he no. was so interested I feel like when you're mean yeah. it keeps him keen anyway well I remember I rejected a guy once and he reply like when I kind of told him sent him the paragraph saying I wasn't interested because he was trying to pursue me and he said oh he replied back saying something like oh that's okay I understand you're just not ready for me yet when you are ready for me reach (laughs) out and I'll be here I'm like bro I said I like I'm not interested (laughs) I feel like sometimes guys just don't hear your words that you say no it's just like I literally said I'm like not interested sorry he was like he had him to turn around and say you're not ready (laughs) for me you know he it actually was worse than that now it is coming back to me he said like I'm not ready for the love you're not ready for the love I have to give you or something like extra dramatic um we were like 20 though that's wild that's a red flag if I've ever heard one (laughs) oh 100 percent when I think I actually like um replied like laughed at it or something and like replied oh all right and then said his name like oh okay okay yeah that's so funny like are you joking me actually you don't remember now oh my god it's just come back to me so when my year 12 formal happened and I had my date that I had like a new date that I planned um I remember a corsage arriving at my house and I turned to my from him well I turned to my date and I was like Oh my god, you bought me a corsage, thank you. And he was like, No, I didn't. <laughs> and when I Who read the it? note, it was from that guy. Yeah. Guy. So even though I turned wow. it down, he still was like, you know, so funny. I love that. That's so, so funny. funny. I don't think I have any other crazy. I'm trying to think if there's any other stories I have that relate to that. It's hard remembering like those years I ago. Know it is. 
because so much happens. Mm-hmm. Remember I was even hanging out with Gin? Yeah, I remember that. And he would never admit that he would – I actually, I weirdly that. enough – You guys are friends for a while. Yeah. Into waterfalls. I, weirdly enough <laughs> – yeah, we just hung yeah. out, but our text was so weird because I came across him the other day. I don't know how. I think I was searching something for – um, you know how you can search in your text messages? Yeah. Like if you need to find something, I do it with us a lot, like mm. trying to find conversations we've had about stuff. Um, and his was there and I clicked on it and then I just like, scro- like got in a bit of a scroll like trance and I was like, these are the weirdest <laughs> Like weird how? Ever. Like what? Just like because he obviously liked me, mm. right? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. No, he had Maybe it bad. He, did, he but- was like puppy dog like thought you were the one vibes I feel like guys at that no, age but that was back in school yeah not then, no surely. but I feel like because in school you know when guys have their first crush right they're like super taken by this person like and they have it bad even if it's not realistic it's just their first crush that was what you were to him so then you guys started hanging out years later I feel like it was kind of fulfilling that crush that he would have always had yeah you know I mean? so yeah. he would have thought he was like mean. in love with you I reckon but even I think there was like maybe even two weeks I know this sounds bad but it was probably two weeks I was keen really but nothing happens yeah interesting like obviously nothing would have come from it no, but on still. my end but like I was keen for like two weeks like a fling yeah yeah like a fling mm. And he literally, like, the conversations were just so weird that they could never go anywhere. I'm like, bro, your game is at, like, a negative two. Like, hello. Where is this going? Do you like me or not? Like, what's (laughs) happening here? I'm hanging out with you. By the time he told told him, by the time he told you he liked you, you were, like, checked out. You're like, nah. No, remember that big thing happened at the beach? Where we had a picnic. Remember? He was throwing shit. And I That's right. Off. He was putting grass on yeah. the sand. I mean glass in the sand. No, glass. Yeah. And that I was, was like, bad. fucking stupid. Yeah. And I got the ick instantly yeah. and didn't speak to him again really. I mean, if a guy's throwing beer bottles into and smashing them into beach sand, I mean, grow up. Um literally- I'm gonna finish this of my half if I don't know if you have another story but on a breakup story I have a story I actually do have a breakup story all right do you want to get into breakup stories let's do it okay I reckon my craziest breakup story so yeah I've had like two breakups obviously I'm in a relationship Mm. now and we're still together (laughs) (laughs) so congratulations (laughs) I'm just explaining that thank you so thank you um so that's my background anyway so one of my exes he was, we only dated for probably, I think it was just over six months or not even six months officially. But when we started dating, like when he kind of pursued me, whatever you want to call it, he like went hard. Like he was buying me flowers. He was taking me on dinner dates. And at, how old was that? 20. At 20, like that stuff really takes you back because most boys around you are still like young teenager mindset and so if they're taking you out on fancy dinners keep in mind like courting you say the time of this was when you were going through all of your family turmoil as well oh yeah so you were like yeah so he stuff he was doing was getting vulnerable yeah yeah and yes definitely yeah exactly that's perfectly said and so he like full swooned me into thinking like wow this guy wants to love bombing like seriously yeah, a bit of love bombing, I would say. Um, would drive to see me all the time from he lived like about an hour and a half away or an hour away. Anywho, and then we start dating maybe like three months later or two months later. And he asked me to be his girlfriend. And then two, I try to remember the timelines. Two weeks later or a week later after asking me to be his girlfriend, he cheats on me. So he sleeps with someone else straight Whoa. after asking me to be his girlfriend. And but you then, didn't know about this. Um, you know, I didn't know about this, by the way. We go, um, 
also wondered why it took him so long to say I love you. So I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. Am I just feeling this? Hindsight's like, a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. Anywho, so we just keep dating, whatever. It was pretty, like, I wouldn't say it was toxic. It was just, like, highs and lows. Mm. But not, like, intense lows. Just, like, a bit of arguing. Because he just wasn't giving me, he wasn't meeting my yeah. needs, put it that way, for a very long time. And then eventually came to a point where, like, we were, we had mostly good times. Like, it was a pretty chill relationship I would say but then there would be times where he would just like you know turn his snap maps off or Mm, like like go miss like he just real sus things remember I went through his phone one time um because (laughs) that's what you do when you're in the crazy relationship you're suspecting things I feel like if yeah yeah well I mean we could get into that but let's not yeah it's that's a whole thing in itself but you know I went through his phone one time and I just like saw a few things but it went straight over my head it's so weird like he stayed up he slept at another girl's house and thanked her for it in the morning and it didn't even like it didn't even register in my mind that he yeah I was full rose-colored glasses on I didn't even I didn't even bring that up with him either um ever yeah it but looking back after everything happened I like when we broke up I realized I'm like hang on he actually probably like cheated on me that night yeah because he stayed at a girl's house like how did I not register two and two that's crazy anywho yeah and I just let it slide just because I was trusting Mm. like I just was like I trust this guy why I don't have any like you know it's just me being crazy like because he convinced me I yeah, was crazy. Yeah, I was about to say, when you when you had brought up small things, he would then, like, gaslight you and be like, no, you're crazy. Like, yeah. stop thinking that. So when you see that, naturally, like, no, it's it's literally what they do, people. It's me yeah. being crazy. He's fine. Like, everything's fine. So you're convincing yourself everything's normal and fine and nothing bad's happening because in the past when you've brought up anything, it's, like, this big ordeal. So anyways, fast forward a few months um we have this big blowout in a club because he we get to the club uh I'm there already he enters the club and goes speaks to his ex-girlfriend and another girl he slept with straight away before speaking to me (laughs) so he enters the club and speaks to them before me and I and you you would have seen this before like you would have seen me in rage mode before so so I lose my fucking it's a sight to behold if you haven't seen it like oh my gosh (laughs) I get up and I go up to him he's ordering a drink up I say what the do you think you're doing anyways I just lay it on him and he's completely embarrassed because it's his his town like it's his area so he's mortified like I mortified him because I'm yelling at him in this club like because I just had it by this point I was just like what is this dude doing to me uh, he goes, I'm not doing dealing with this right now. He orders me and he gets a taxi, pulls it up, puts me in the taxi, sends me home. Oh, my God. I'm bawling my eyes out because I'm just like, what? Like, what, what am I home. doing wrong? I don't get it. If I was being sent home in that taxi and I knew his ex and, like, other girls were around I and that he, after everything that had happened especially, and he yeah. wasn't validating my feelings at all, oh, my God, I can't. I was just so besotted that like I think also I was drunk at the time mm. as well so it's kind of hard you just like you're arguing he's set he's calling me crazy and like, like you're being ridiculous I'm like no I'm not being ridiculous you literally just like I can see what you're doing I'm not an idiot especially when it gets to the point it gets to the point where you are now acting like heightened because of everything yeah. so then you're it's gaslighting blown up. yourself because you're like Oh, well, I am acting crazy. I am being like crazy, but you're like, no, it's actually not me. So I got put in the taxi and I had to like go home, sober up, whatever, think about what I'd done and thinking like, wow, yeah, I did blow up in front of everyone. Like I was crazy, whatever. And it was just the the event after event that led me to this point as well, might I add. So anyways, the next morning he comes, he doesn't come home. The next morning he breaks up with me, tells me that, you know, I just can't handle this anymore. I'm not happy. He blames it on you. Like pretty much he just blames everything on me. He was apologetic, 
but the reason he was so apologetic was because he slept with someone that night so he cheated on me that oh, night oh my god and, but he didn't tell you that you didn't know that and I'm like no I didn't know yeah. that I didn't know and so he didn't he just came home obviously felt guilty um broke up with me uh blamed it all on me though so I'm here thinking it's my fault and anyways I leave go back home I'm heartbroken whatever anyways two weeks pass and I'm still thinking it was my fault that we broke up two weeks pass the girl who he'd slept with because they slept together a few times also another thing he was the girl he cheated on me with those two times with was part of like the extended friendship group and she was his best friend's fuck buddy oh I'm my like, god what a expand snake. your horizon brother. he's just a snake like expand your horizon yeah. you are actually disgusting I remember calling his friends like I just found like I called his good friend that I actually like I liked him he was a I thought we were mm. friends and I called him and I was like I just got told that like cheated on me with this person tell me it's not true and he's goes he goes that would never happen Eden like trust me you've heard something crazy it didn't happen so he defended it but it happened like even his no he didn't no, know, his, he didn't oh, know. Okay. yeah they would never think that he was super so low I just remember being like how have I how have I ended up in this position yeah like, I don't like how has this how has it come to this but oh my god oh, thank god the girls who I would cl- I was closer with these other girls and they made this girl who they knew and I also knew um because she was part of the extended friendship group they made her tell me because they're like Eden doesn't deserve this like you gotta tell her thank god because I was able to get yeah, over you got him your closure you a needed. week later you saw right through it you understood it from I her. was like fucking bye yeah, love yeah. That. girls looking after girls that's what we like if you're if you know a guy is doing a girl dirty and you know about it and you're not gonna go tell the girl Come on. Oh, do I don't it. know. I'm in two minds about this. Because I think if you're friends with I a know. girl, I think if you're friends, this is becoming a <laughs> advice session again. Um, but just quickly, if you think, if you know the girl personally, I think it's, I think you should tell them. But if it's just going to get you into drama that's none of your business, like, do you really want to be the person to. But that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was meaning. Like, if you know someone and you know that he's yeah. doing her dirty. Agreed. Girl code, respect. Because no one's time deserves to be wasted. That's what I mean. Move on. Better to be single, honestly. All right. So my breakup story. I was dating this guy. I think, how old was I? I would have been 18, 19. So I was dating this guy who was like my best friends so we were like best friends for a year before we even started dating I sometimes I think this can be a good thing but in this case it wasn't like we should have just stayed friends like we Mm. were friends and we took it to another level that that. it wasn't you know what I mean um and then I lost a friend out of it so it was kind of shit but so we started dating we dated for only three months but because we knew each other so well just from being friends like it felt so much deeper than it was because yeah of course three months so yeah I like fell for him really quickly and I was like super in love with him and at the time I was going through a pretty hard time personally as well um so I feel like when you're mentally not there you oversee a lot of red flags so we were yeah so we were dating three months goes by um I think we're in the best place ever yeah it was just in my in my in my side of things, it was rose-colored glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I thought things were great. And then one day, he's like, let's go for a walk. So we'd spent the whole day together. We went for a walk around the block to, like, a park near my house. And he, like, we're sitting on the swing set. And he's like, so um, he was in the creative industries. He was a really good videographer right and he wanted to go overseas and he'd been talking about going overseas and like seeing just traveling to like get inspiration or like you know get cool content I suppose um and he had some connections over there and he just wanted to like you know he he was freelance he just wanted to go and wander and do his thing anyway so he (laughs) sits down and he's like so I've been thinking of going to New York 
I was like, great, cool. And he's like, yeah, um, but I want to go for a while. I'm like, yeah, I think you should. I think that's great. <laughs> and then he goes. Without you. And to break up with you. <laughs> well, well, then he goes. Um, and I'm just, this is how like blind yeah. I was. It's so bad. And then I was like, cool, like go as long as you need. That's great. And then he's like, no, like I've booked a flight. And I was like, oh, like when? And so I'm thinking in my head, this isn't going to be easy, but like, whatever. Yeah. And so he, I'm like, when? And he, he goes, oh, like I leave in a week. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Um, so how long are you going for? I don't have a return ticket. <laughs> I don't. And then he's like, three months. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's all right. Like, we can make it work. Like, it's just three months. And he's like, no, like, I, I want to go and I want to be alone. Like, I just want to be single. And at that time, I was just like, why? Like, I just didn't yeah. get it. Like, I was Especially just like, how it hadn't been long either. It's like he yeah. almost got into the relationship then wanted to exit it straight away. Yeah. And I, I think in hindsight, because I was going through a lot, I think it was just, I think it kind of just scared him off. Like, I feel like the intensity of it was just too much at that age which I get like we're just very like emotionally heightened both of us were like we're both in like kind of crux moments in our lives so it was a bit just a more it was a very emotionally charged relationship so um anyway that's in hindsight though at the time I was like I don't get it like why can't we just stay together anyway he goes overseas he does his thing while he's overseas I so until he left the next week he took me out for dinner a few times like to nice places I was still hanging out so in my head I'm like we're getting back together he just wants like a three-month hiatus right so I thought we're going to get back together when he got back from overseas he gets back from overseas and I see him at a party like a mutual friends party and like he doesn't talk to me doesn't really notice me at all and I'm like here three months later I've been pining over him which is my own fault like yeah I just had rose colored glasses on um and he did also like lead me on as well like so then I ended up talking to him after the party and I was like oh like how was it and he was just really weird and like didn't really want to talk to me and I ended up getting the message that (laughs) we were just done um and at the time it was like really hard but looking back he ended up like months and months later he ended up apologizing he sent me like this huge thing and he was like that was terrible of like how I handled that and everything so like no bad but no bad blood here yeah but just like a crazy story right like just what I wonder what was going I wish I knew what was going through his head yeah. though because it seems like he was kind of I know experiencing a lot internally that you didn't know about yeah because he didn't really communicate like at all yeah I agree because I remember you being upset at that time being like he's in New York like he'll reply he'll speak to me Mm. then he won't speak to me and this is like this crazy like yeah because we'd talk for a bit and then he'd go he just wouldn't reply and then he'd talk to me again it was really weird like because yeah he I think he didn't want to hurt my feelings so he tried to let me down easy but it kind of did the opposite. It did, definitely, because it's like you yeah. you really liked him and he obviously didn't really like you yeah. as much as you liked him. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, because we were just friends. Yeah. And in hindsight, like, I look back, we were not meant to be together. Like, it just wouldn't have been, you know, we should have just stayed friends. But hindsight's a beautiful thing. Um, But, yeah. I feel like you can – there's like- a lot of, you know, you do have relationships where you're good friends. And you turn yeah. it romantic or even like your whole romantic relationship is based off your friendship as well. Like it's hard to find yeah. that balance of like, I know some friends as well, reasons they've broken up is because it's like, we literally are like mates. It's not yeah the romance There's and no the communication chemistry. and everything's just not there. So weird. Yeah. It is a fine line. Like you have to have a bit of like romantic connection and chemistry as well as like a good friendship foundation. Yeah. Um, but once it gets too it's hard. I know, it's weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Because <laughs> you don't want all of the chemistry with nothing in common, but you don't want like just yeah. great friendship and no chemistry. Literally. 
So crazy. It's crazy. I feel like when you're just young and you're figuring yourself out, there's bound to be random stories like that. Like you're just learning so much about yourself and the world and people and how to communicate and like what relationships even are. Like it's just, yeah, it's chaos. Relationships are chaos. (laughs) Yeah, especially between the ages of 18 and 20, even 25. Yeah. Like I know lots of like relationships are chaos now even. They're better Mm, I know a lot better but yeah I feel like there's a group there's two groups of people there's people who experience it straight like at the end of school and straight out of school like the craziness and then there's people who kind of have their dating life in their early 20s like they wait a few years and then they kind of experience it more later and I feel like there's two groups of people who are just throughout that whole phase of life it's just a crazy crazy time in saying that though I'm sure there's people who haven't experienced like whack stuff like no I feel like I've yeah stable people I feel like I've had (laughs) a few stories where I'm just like Eden why did you put yourself through that like are you okay it's because I'm a leader yeah and I am the like fixer kind of person that's like where it stems from Mm. I think because I literally was like I'm fine you're not fine so I'm gonna work this out um yeah you take control. Yeah, but that's not what you should do. Yeah. Just FYI. No. <laughs> anyway, 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 guys. Yeah, thanks um, for listening this far. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for writing in your stories. Um, they're always going to be kept anonymous and there's no judgment here. If you guys ever want to write in your crazy stories, we'd love to hear it. Um, and you're in safe company because... We've all we've all had experiences like this and that's what we're here to talk about is that it's not just you. Yep. There's other people out there. Don't feel embarrassed because we've all been there. Yeah. And just it's about learning and moving on to better things. In light of um, our last episode, we just want to thank everyone for tuning in for our 10 episodes so far but we will be coming back very soon for season two and we have a lot planned and we're super excited um we're coming back bigger and better as they say what would your biggest learning be from this season would you say um I would say that if you wanted to make something like this work long term you need to like plan Mm. and um I think who you like we both know each other quite well so it has made it a lot easier when if you're having a bad day we can just kind of take it on the chin and be like or if I'm having a bad day you know we can just like all right let's record in the morning whatever so I think communication between each other yeah and also like being consistent takes planning and effort yeah what about you 100% um yeah I mean I feel like it's with anything right it's always more work than you think it'll be but it's been really fun and we're liking it so far and we've learned a lot it's all about just like learning along the way but I think my biggest biggest learning not to be so hard on myself and just accept it's always really confronting I guess hearing yourself talk and just going through the whole recording process um it just feels a bit unnatural at times so it's just been good to kind of overcome that and put yourself out there and just, you know. Yeah, I think just like learning not to take yourself too seriously either. Yeah, 100%. That's something I've kind of learnt. Like no one really is, it is cares. <laughs> like people are listening and people like listening, but they don't like necessarily – yeah and I think it's also been really rewarding just to hear your guys feedback and I don't know just being that like hearing that people are loving our episodes it just is why we want to do it right like the reason we're here is we want to be a positive voice because we feel like there's just so much happening in the world and in other streams of media that we just kind of wanted to come on here and just be raw and authentic and honest about our experiences and hopefully maybe that will help someone who could be going through similar things so when you guys are talking to us whether that's in person or sending us a message like that's why we're doing it so that's been really rewarding yeah I completely agree I think that like it's been humbling in a way as well 
even though this week's episode that we just did was like kind of fun and silly, we do really want to bring um, real emotional, like we say, deep conversations to you guys. So for next season, we do have some planned, but if you have any that you would like to hear, please like write us because we definitely will take it into our plan and consideration. So yeah, yeah. and we're not we're not like we don't know everything we're just here to have a conversation right and to dive in deeper like we like we're your girlfriends and we're we're talking about it over coffee kind of thing so um yeah if you guys have any questions or any things that you want touched on definitely let us know yeah that's all we have for you today guys um remember to review us because it helps and we know some of you still haven't reviewed us and follow us on instagram to keep up to date and we can't wait for season two. Bye! Bye.